All right, welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading. I can't wait to dig into your chart. And just for the audience to get to know you, why don't you give us a line about what you do for work and what you hope to get from the reading? Sure. So I work in entertainment, specifically in song licensing to film and TV in both English and Spanish, which is great. And oh, I love that. And what you hope to get from the reading? Oh, just clarity. I mean, I'm open. Anything you have to offer from the universe, the stars, I'm open to hearing, definitely. Okay, so let's let's see if something that comes up gives you an aha moment. That's what I hope you get some specific clarity. Um, is there any part of your job or, or your soul's purpose that you think you would need the most clarity on? Yeah, definitely what I'm here to do. Like okay. my role in the universe, I thought I knew it. <laughs> and I think I generally know it, but I, especially over the past year, I'm like, the entertainment isn't feeding my soul as much as I thought it would have, or is it that, or is it this one thing that's bothering me? So maybe just clarity um, on the career on the All career. Right. Beautiful. So career and, and soul path guidance. All right. So yes. let's, let's see what we have for you here. So we always, well, I always start with the sun sign because the sun sign is what everyone knows. It's how you see yourself. So you know that you have your son in Leo. And when I think of Leo um, and someone, how they see themselves, I think of, you know, someone, well, I don't know if you know, but Leo is ruled by the sun. So you've got this like like super, like when you said you worked in entertainment, I'm like, of course, because Leo is the performer. Leo is the creative. Leo is the entertainer. Leo is the sun. It is the one that shines, right? And so there's right. a sense of you feeling that you know that, that your presence is big and that your presence feeds others and shines upon others and warms other people up. Leo is very giving. You probably see yourself as very big giving. A very, very giving. And the other thing that comes up for me when I think of Leo is every zodiac sign. So there's so many um, dimensions to each sign and each planet. But when I think of Leo, I think of the heart because every sign has a part of the body that it rules. And Leo is ruled by the heart. Um, the um, word courage actually comes from cur, which is French for heart. Mm -hmm. So centered um and so i don't know what comes up for you when you uh, when you hear me say that this is probably how you see yourself that completely resonates with me yeah 100 <laughs> percent. not to toot my own horn but <laughs> <laughs> um and that's awesome you know every sign has a gift and and i definitely oh you know what else comes for me comes up for me loyalty leos are very loyal because mm -hmm. they're so heart-centered now the interesting thing is that you have your son in Leo in the 12th house. Now 12th house represents Pisces energy. It's the house of intuition. It's the house of spirituality. It's the house of like the next dimension. And so I can see you, um, you know, really having this desire to give that you, you yourself, even though you're heart centered, you're also very lead with your heart, but like lead with your gut. Like you're probably mm -hmm. not one to think things through all the time um because you're more instinct like instinct and intuition probably leads mm -hmm. you more deeply mm -hmm. definitely if it feels right i'll go through with it and if it doesn't i won't like i definitely go off of people's vibes a lot or certain situations the vibe of it even though it's like everyone's saying okay it's okay dude i'm like mm, doesn't feel right mm. sometimes 
Yeah, yeah, that's totally 12th house vibes and heart-centered vibes. So this is your sun, and the sun is what we call your magic sauce. It's what you're going to sprinkle into your soul's purpose to make the mission move forward. So whenever, whenever, when we get into the part of what your soul is here to do, what's going to kind of like, the gift that you're bringing to make it work is that heart-centeredness, that loyalty, that intuition with the 12th house, that all that great Leo energy. Now, the interesting thing is, so that's how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. The rising sign is how people feel. Whenever told you about your rising. I've, I've looked it up online before. So your rising, according to the information you gave me, is also Leo. Yes. <laughs> so this is for me really interesting because um, not everyone has their sun and their rising in the same place. So the first thing that comes up for me is you probably, people are like, oh my gosh, you are, what you see is what you get. You're not different no matter what circumstances you're in. Like there is no disparity between how you perceive yourself and how others perceive you because your sun, the way you see yourself and your rising, the way people see you is in the same placement. That's so cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I do get that a lot. And I feel like people tell me I'm a really open person and I'm like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like, <laughs> you know, so that makes sense. Like you're, you're, um, you're aligned. Like, mm -hmm. like it's all in alignment. Like it's, it's, there's no disparity. There's no, and not that like, um, people who don't have the sun and the rising in the same place are like two faced or disparate, but they're, they're here. They, they give off different energies in different situations. So you're kind of like what you see is what you're getting. So once again, how do people see you open hearted, probably like the star of the show, like the center of a lot of situations. You probably know how to command an audience. People really look for you to leadership probably because I, I always see a few signs as leaders, you know, because they, Leos have such a desire to be the lead of the pack. You know, the lion is the head of the, the, the king of the jungle, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of authority. There's a lot of leadership. There's a lot, but there's also a heart centeredness to it. It's not like, you know, well, in its every every sign has its shadow and its gift, and so the gift of Leo is that leadership and the loyalty. It could get a little egocentric because it loves being the center of attention, but it's more about like heart-centered loyalty and being a leadership. Now, yeah. juicy part about the rising sign. The rising sign is the problem you're here to solve. It is your soul's work. So you are here to solve the problem for other people of probably being heart-centered, um, being creative, um, accessing their creativity, accessing loyalty, accessing uh -huh. being courageous. Um, it could be all of those. It could be a combination. It could be one of those. But that's those are the themes that your soul came into solving the, the, that, that's the problem you're here to solve. Your soul said, I get to do these things. I get to be the Leo rising in the problem that I solve. So it's also really interesting because when you said you worked in entertainment, like Leo is the entertainer. Um, so it, it wouldn't, it was no surprise to me that you're in the entertainment business. Energetically, it seems aligned. I'm curious what comes up for you when you hear that. Um, oh, I can hear you. You're good. Sorry, I just got a call. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. 
Okay. Um, so, so sorry. So you're asking, how do I feel about knowing all of these things and then me working in entertainment? Um, I think it, it, so music has always been a constant for me. I've always been passionate about singing and, um, performing didn't come as easily for me, honestly. Um, I didn't love it. I think a lot of it was, I was just an insecure teenager. <laughs> um, and now that I'm working kind of in the business side of things for a while, I've really, really loved it. And I felt like it did feed my soul. I've gone through a period in my life where I've had a lot of loss. And I think through that, it's really put things into perspective. And so things that I would get super stressed about and like trigger my migraines and like physically get ill over like at work. Wow. Now I'm like, does it really matter that much that, you know what I mean? And, and it's just, it's a lot of different egos in entertainment. And so I just don't know if I need to be doing this right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's, that's kind of. That's totally yeah. fair. That's totally fair. And so what you get to know and you get to stand in the power of is regardless. So here's a cool thing. You worked in an industry, you picked up human skills that you can transfer into other industries. And what comes up for me is you get to understand that what you're here to do, what your soul came to do is to work with these Leo themes of being courageous, being um, heart centered, being loyal, you know, being a leader, that's, that's going to be what will move your soul forward. And, and I also want you to think about not only for you and how you act, but also this is the problem you're here to solve for others. So you might find yourself in situations where you are, you know, in spots where that's what your role ends up doing for other people. Maybe you're teaching people, um, I don't know, some kind of maybe other entertainment thing or some other industry where you're, you're showing people how to take risks. You're taking mm -hmm. courageousness means taking risks, right? Mm -hmm. And, and being a leader, like who knows, maybe you get into a leadership development program. Um, I don't, whatever it is, the actual per I feel like the entertainment entertainer and you get to switch the container because whatever you do, it's the adventure, the, I mean, the, the courage, the leadership, the, the creativity, bring creativity, bring loyalty, things like that. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I definitely uh I will say I feel most alive if I'm like lifting others up, whether it be a friend who's going through a hard time and giving advice, whether it's like <laughs> I have the right to be giving advice or not. I don't know, but if they ask, I'll tell. And so I, I do recently I feel more um alive through just like human interactions and just kind of supporting others yeah Leo loves people like you're yeah. rising in your son it would not live without others it can't it yeah. can't um yeah. so people will always be a part of that now i'm curious to hear you said you're kind of like should i stay in entertainment should i do something else what's the other the other thing that you were maybe playing with i don't know i've been really thinking about going into law school <laughs> hmm. um yeah just because i'm feeling like i want to be challenged on a higher level interesting and, i love this yeah yeah so i yeah i'm really grateful for where i've been working and what i've been doing and everything that i've learned it's what i do right now is really contract based and so um i really like the idea of going to law school and then maybe re-entering the entertainment industry on my own terms and in a way where i can help others like consult 
artist or you know lobby for higher mechanical rates yeah okay i love it i love it you know yeah. why so it's so interesting because in this methodology um our ideal client so if you were to go entrepreneurial your the client you're supposed to work with lives in your chart actually and really? yeah and it's in the 12th house and your okay. entire 12th house is leo it's the entertainer it's the okay, artist cool. yes. it's the creative right so so i would definitely say that that is very favorable like i feel like no matter so once again remember it's not like the the job is just a container of how you express the work you're here to do in your right. soul okay and there seems great alignment with you to continue working with entertainers and creatives uh -huh and uh -huh. you know these these very you have to be courageous to do the entertainment business because the, the chances are so small right right um, so so that's beautiful now just from a sake of time I do want to like show you some of the other places to kind of bring this all together for what you're talking about because I see some things that you might really like so the next thing I want to tell you about is the moon so you've got the Sun and the rising they're working together they're bringing your soul's work to this world so that you can feel fulfilled now the moon is usually our emotional landscape but in this methodology, it's, I, I love what it means. It's more important than just like, oh, okay, so your moon is an Aquarius. So it's more than you just like being in your mind or you like getting rebellious when you're, you're in emotions. It's more about like this, the moon is a goddess and she has gifts. And when you tap into her gifts, when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling unsure, when you feel like things aren't right, she's going to support you moving your mission forward. So she's going to be like, um, if you don't take care of this, I can't help you. So she's <sighs> the mission, but she supports the mission. And the moon, you have the moon in Aquarius. And Aquarius, if she, so, so if Aquarius had a TV show per personality type, she would be the punk rock girl with pink hair and a nose ring. And she'd be like, fighting the cult, like she'd be out and protesting. She's, she's like a, re she's a rebel. She has vision. She could change the world with her vision. Ooh, wow. That's interesting. You know why that's, that's empowering? Well, because what did you say? You wanted to go to law school. Now Aquarius is a little bit more rebellious than law school, but she's going to have a vision. She's going to be like, we can change the world. Yeah. Right. And so what does Aquarius want for you to do the work? She's going to want for you to have a cause. She's going to want you to have like a bigger vision and mission for what you're doing. So it's not like, you know, she doesn't just want you to be in entertainment for entertainment's sake. She wants you to have a purpose, a big cause, a big why in why you're there. That makes so much sense to me because the past year or two, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm doing these like daily tasks and I get to work with these cool artists and like all that's cool and dandy and I'm making sure all these songwriters get paid and like I, you know, really am passionate about that because I feel like that's a really underappreciated aspect of the in industry. But I do feel like, okay, but what next? Like what's the bigger picture thing? That's Aquarius. Like, I need to put this into context because like I've done what I can do. I'm spinning my wheels. Now what? That's so, remember oh, Remember how I said, it's when you're stuck, when you feel like things aren't moving, when you feel, yeah. that's, that's where you go, ooh, I've got to take care of the moon. The moon is an Aquarius. She's a rebel. What am I fighting for? What am I doing this for? And then when you figure that out, then that starts to move again. Then you step into that mission again. She, she like backs up the cause. I love that. All of this resonates with me so much. I can't even tell you. 
That's why when you said uh, the law piece, I'm like, okay, like I see the entertainment thing really being alignment, but like I really see this law piece. It really matches, in my opinion, really nicely. Now here's another piece of your chart that gets to be um, interesting. So we all know about Mercury retrograde. We all know it's a communication planet, but Mercury in our chart and in this methodology, it represents when we move out of our intellect, like our third dimensional brain, and when we access higher consciousness. So it's our intellect, but accessing the higher consciousness so we could really access our soul's purpose and not like our human brain. I always joke that like, you know, we're spiritual beings in this meat suit, like, and it's more than that. So you get to access your, your soul connection more than just the intellect in your brain. So you okay. have mercury and cancer. Okay. And mercury and cancer. So so when the mercury placement represents how we sometimes feel separated from humanity, from what we're doing, from the collective, and that keeps us from really accessing the cause as well. And cancer is a very emotional sign. You probably feel like your feelings are in the way. It's like a weakness rather than like a gift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. But yeah. I've, I've been trying to keep that at bay, but definitely as a younger child. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. And so that's what I was going to say, because Mercury is our brain access and we're trying to connect to our into like a higher consciousness. It's about saying, okay, you have any cancer, cancer is emotional. You get to be like, okay, I get to use my emotions as a gift in this cause. I get to use it for what I'm working for. And I don't get, I don't, I can't let my emotions take over my mind because then I'm not going to be able to focus on this Leo sun and rising that I'm right. Right. 100%. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes so I feel like my emotions can get ahead of like the task at hand and I do have to be like, okay, refocus, be logical, ground yourself. Now let's like cry about it if you want to laugh about it. Now, like look at the task at hand. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and, it, and, and I want you to hear this question again, how, you get to figure out how can you see your emotions as a gift and not as a weakness? So like, think about, you know, as a coach, I often ask my, my clients like, okay, how can you see this in a different way? So like, like what I heard you say, it's like, no, okay. We don't have to like, you know, ground yourself, but then ask yourself, what is this showing me? Right. Because uh -huh. the gift of our emotions is that it's moving something out that we need to take care of. Right. Right. Get to ask is the gift of these emotions coming out so that I can use it for, for myself and for this cause and not hold me back in my mind. Right. 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 Okay. I wrote that down. I awesome. like that. Cool. All right. So those are kind of like the four board of directors of your soul's path. Now we have my favorite placement. I've like been doing a couple of readings already and I've become a big fan of what we call the North node. The North node is the challenge that your soul came into contract with when you came into this earthly plane and you, you told yourself, okay, I have to work on this in order to create or to really complete soul's mission of being courageous, of being creative and all that jazz. Solve, solve that problem for myself and others. So, so you have a South node and you also have a, you have a North node and a South node. So the North node is your challenge. The South node is your gift. And so let's actually talk about the gift because the South node is like, you were born with this programming. It's easy peasy. You could do it with your eyes closed. No one ever had to train you with it. Your South node is in Gemini. So I don't know if you know anything about Gemini. I but, do. They're two-faced. <laughs> oh, well, that's one thing that people think about, but I want you to see it this way. Geminis are actually in the, the, the 
this traditional formal study of astrology, they're the intellectuals because they are in the mind. And so they, and they love gathering information. When if we were to give her a high school TV show archetype, I would think of her as like the gossip girl. She's going to be the girl that's going to gather all her friends and she's going to be like, I want you to tell me all, spill the tea. Don't spare me the details. I want to know everything. So she's like everything. a journalist. <laughs> she's like a journalist. Like she's a yeah. really good, like, being in the front lines, asking the questions, figuring things out. She's an information collector. She's super mm -hmm. smart. She knows how to, she, if she doesn't know something, she's going to dig up the article. She's going to look up, she's going to Google it. She's going to ask someone. She's right. really smart. And she's also a master communicator. So she is good at speaking, writing, like social. I've done so many readings for people with Gemini, strong Gemini placements who are like social media managers, writers, things like that. Wow. Amazing. So that's your yeah. gift. Okay. That makes sense to me. And here's the thing. When you combine your gift, your South node with your rising sign, that's where your soul shines. And what did you say that you did? You kind of like, did you do, did you Licensing. write songs? Licensing. Um, I have, yeah, I, I've like written songs as well, but yeah, right now my job is a lot of communication, like cross border song clearances. Mm -hmm. And so I'm talking to Mexico city and then LA and then Miami and then New York. And it's just a lot back and forth in English, Spanish and Spanglish. So yeah, oh. I feel like if I didn't already have good communication skills, I definitely sharpened them. Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. And, and so, so here's that combination of the soul's brilliance. You're helping these courageous, creative people and, and communicating with them. This is where you shine, Commu using your communication, using your intellect in this creative realm with these people trying to be courageous enough to fulfill their dreams in the art world who are trying to figure <laughs> out how to make this all work um, and really step into their dreams. So it's like, it really does match. Like you being able to, and think about law. Law is also strong communication. So it's going to be... <laughs> You know, no matter whether you stay in whatever you do or you move into the law field, there's there's a strong sense of that that speaking piece being a major or writing, right? Communication being what will really make you shine in the work that you're here to do. Mm -hmm. Wow. I Fun. love it. Okay, cool. ready? Here is your North Node. Here is your challenge. Your challenge is in Sagittarius. So I want to tell you a little bit about Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a fire sign. It is really interesting because it represents two major themes. It represents either like foreign languages, foreign cultures, travel, gypsy life, adventure, or it represents wisdom. It tends to represent people who are getting their masters, their PhDs, their ultimate law degrees. Like they are the wise ones of the Zodiac. They, so it's interesting because when we look at the opposite signs, there's a trajectory. There's like a traveling that happens in the Zodiac. So you, your gift is this Gemini. You, you spent all this time collecting information, right? You, you know how to collect information. By the time you get to Sagittarius, it's like, okay, I have all of this information. I want to create my own theories. And I'm going to share that with the world. Yeah. Cool. That's the challenge. It's, it's almost like that's been your challenge to be like, am I smart enough? Am I wise enough? How yeah. do I put this into practice? How do I take everything that I've put in my head and then make something of it? Yes. Yes. You are speaking to my like life the past like two years. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. 
That's wow. Because that's what your soul came into contract with as per, I, I joke that astrology is the psychology of the universe. Um, <laughs> so, it is. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. So, wow. so there you have it. You've been struggling with this because you're finally in a place where you're like, okay, I really am ready to align with my soul's purpose. And what's in the way? Your North Node, because you contracted having to work on feeling like you were wise enough, like you were, um, you knew enough, like you had enough education wow. to back it up. This is crazy. This is so crazy. I was just reflecting. So when I was in high school, I really wanted to like, no music theory because I loved music, but I wasn't educated in it really. I mean, whatever we did choir, but I couldn't sight sing, nothing like that. And in Spanish, I got like straight A's in Spanish. Like we're half Mexican, but I can't, I couldn't just like fly off the handle and like have a conversation with you. Like I'd have to really like try to put the words together in my head right. and then speak. Um, so I went to school for music for two years and I studied abroad and became completely bilingual. And then like now I've like accomplished that. And it wasn't until like last year I was like, oh wait, that used to like really make me feel insecure that I couldn't speak Spanish. And I couldn't read music. I didn't know music theory. And like, I've done that and like, I can do that now. But now I feel like I need to be able to like deconstruct and reconstruct these contracts. And so I feel like I always have this like ongoing thing with like, like academics and like education, even though I was never like a straight A student, I wasn't like an academic student, you know, super academic. Yeah. Um, and it didn't come easy for me. I always feel like a pull to like, no, I need more, a higher level of like education or I need to go and like achieve this thing and I need to take classes to get there. And I'm like back in that place with this law school idea. Mm -hmm. And I'm like really thinking, cause like when I was in college, I was like, oh, law school sounds awful, blah, blah, blah. But doing what I do and knowing in what capacity I could practice law and like putting that into context with like what I'm passionate about within entertainment, it makes like perfect sense to me now. And I just got that clarity probably like a month ago. Literally, like I have my LSAT book open right now on, <laughs> on my bed. Like it's crazy. I love it. So, um, yeah, that completely makes sense to me. And what you just said about Sagittarius and the education thing. It just, I don't know why I always like felt pulled to like do more, try more in school, even though I didn't love school. <laughs> yeah. And there's, so a, there's guess. another, and there's, it's so funny that you said that because you have Sagittarius in the fourth house. The fourth house is cancer energy. Cancer is also like the mother figure in the house. It represents family, but to me, it also represents community because family is a community structure. Right. And so there's a mm -hmm. sense of struggling with feeling enough within certain communities. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Full community that wasn't your jam, right? So you might find that you might do better online or in a different structure, right? And so learning how to overcome the challenge. Um, here's another really quick um insight. Sagittarius is also really spiritual and it's it's all about adopting a worldview. So you get to lean into spirituality, you get to lean into acquiring the degrees that you need to make you feel confident. You get to lean into stepping further into this worldview that you slowly but surely adopted because that that was a challenge and you overcame that piece. And that, like mm -hmm. this how this is all these are all the purposeful challenges that you came into this world with. Okay, I don't know Spanish enough. Sagittarius rising is foreign language, foreign cultures. Okay. I don't, I'm not a good, like school's not my jam. Okay. You get to go to law school. Right. And so these are all the challenges that you get to overcome so that you can really grow. So your, your self node, which is that Gemini plus the sun, I mean the rising, that's where you shine. And then the south node plus the rising, that's where you grow. Okay. 
that's where you really will fulfill your soul's mission. If you do not lean into that, you will never feel like you actually did your job. Wow. Okay, cool. That's probably why you're like, yeah, I had to open that LSAT book because I feel really called to get that education. And until I get that education, I'm not going to feel like I did my job. Yeah. Like I can't really move forward. Like I'm kind of just coasting through my life, which is just unacceptable. It like gives me hives thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh so just, just for the sake of time, I do want to talk about two more pieces that I feel like are going to be really interesting for you. So here's the interesting piece. You have the sun, you have the rising in Leo. You also have Chiron there. So the North Node is your challenge, but Chiron is our wound. It's what we feel like we're not good enough in, but we're really good at supporting others in. It's what we're gifted in helping other people with, but we're not that, we don't feel confident enough in ourselves. And you have it in Leo, which is once again, that entertainer, the creative. So there have probably been pieces of you that felt like I'm not creative enough. I'm not the best singer. Yes. I'm not, yes. I'm not supposed to be the entertainer, but you're probably really good at working with the entertainers, working with the creatives, supporting the creatives in their creativity. Yes. Yep. So that's 100%. It's just, and it's like, I always tell people that like as a coach, for me as a coach, I say that's a wound. You get to witness it. You get to see that it's like you came in with that, but it's even though it's your wound, it's also your gift in helping others. Wow. This is crazy. I love it. <laughs> you my are my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I love to end the reading with Jupiter because Jupiter is a planet of expansion, fortune, good luck. Um, and so it's where it's where the good things happen and you have it in libra and libra is the only zodiac sign that is not represented by an animal it's represented by the scales of justice so it yeah i know you're on mute right now but yes i see your face you you know where i'm going with this and it's also in the second house which is the house of money material things um it's and so in this methodology it's actually the product that you're here to deliver so you're here to deliver the product. Of, so here, actually, there are a couple of things. Libra is also ruled by Venus, the planet of beauty, arts, culture, pretty things. Um, so if I were to interpret this, you're here to deliver the product of justice, harmony, balance, equality, while making the world a beautiful place. I love that. That makes me so happy I could cry. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's the level I want to be operating on. Like that's what, that is what is going to make me feel good. And I'm just slowly starting to realize that honestly through quarantine, it's been a very like introspective time. Um, but yeah. this is all completely validating and just like crazy. Perfect like, timing. What? Perfect this timing. Perfect. <laughs> This is perfect. Oh my God. That's, this has been beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh my Seriously. goodness. What's been your biggest aha moment? I mean, honestly, every, <laughs> is it house that you say, or every, every point that you address? Right. Every, I would say every plant or every placement, because what happens every is placement. we have 12 signs. We have multiple placements in 12 houses. So each piece is a layer of what it means. Yeah. No, I would say every placement has made perfect since at some point in my life, whether I like evolved from that or not, or I, or I struggle with that still, the wound thing is crazy to me because I, and my sister will tell you the same thing, but my dad would always like, like my dad's dream was for us to be pop stars and like we could sing and we could do the thing, you know, whatever. But I was just like, I don't, 
like performing in this way. I like going out and dancing with my friends and like leaving it all on the dance floor. Like I'm a Leo <laughs> in that way. Yeah, yeah. But getting up and being like, listen to me, it's just like so much pressure and it just it defeats the whole purpose of like why I'm passionate about music. So that was like crazy because I don't think a whole bunch of people know about that. And it's not really relevant in my life anymore because I am not a singer. I'm not a musician yeah. um, professionally. So it's not even relevant, but like, that's crazy. And then the Sagittarius as my um, North node, yeah. right? That makes so much sense to me too. Cause I would always feel insecure, straight up insecure that I wasn't good at X, Y, or Z. And, mm -hmm. but it would require an education for me to get good at that. So why would I feel insecure about that? If I didn't just, you know, it's not an innate thing for a lot of people just to come out being bilingual. If you don't grow up speaking Spanish all the time. But I was like, I have to, I have to, I have to. And if you yeah. literally had to work at it, you literally had to work at acquiring that language, using education to acquire that language. It, it yeah. was literally all in the stars. <laughs> and same, same with the uh, music theory. How, I mean, that's not an innate thing you're born knowing. You have to learn that and it's not easy. And yeah, but I felt so insecure sitting in choir and like looking at these notes and being like, I just wish I could sight sing this. And yeah, finally achieving those goals are, is, has been great. And it felt, it feels really good. And it wasn't like for a couple of years that I wasn't even able to like look back and be like, wait, I did achieve that. And I used to feel really insecure about that. And that's been a recent revelation. And I think I'm going through it again with achieving a higher education. Yeah. I feel and like putting it in the context of just what I'm here to do. Yeah. Like my purpose in the universe. Cause I'm not getting that right now. Right. So, right. This has been completely validating and amazing. Oh, I'm thank so happy. So much. Oh my gosh, this has been such a great, thank you. You have such great energy. This has been so fun. And I can't wait to see um, what happens after law school. Oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. This has been amazing. So are 